0: since I started the tour many years ago. The first, you have a dynamic voice and you're really able to project to 60 people at a time over construction, over traffic, over all the noise in Beirut, and keep people engaged. So to me, this is a great compliment. The other thing I've been told, you have a soothing voice and you're able to put someone to sleep, especially if you're talking one-on-one you get someone's attention maybe a little too much and you put them at ease and then they start snoring. Now, I'm going to try to bridge that between a huge audience listening to me share stories from the city and literally no one in a microphone trying. Stories about Beirut, uh, stories about the city's history in its layered and complex ways, stories that are shared from the city's residents, and people that I'm curious about, people that are involved in those stories. So in a sense, this is not journalism, and I don't think of this as reporting or anything like that, and this is just audio, there'll be no video component, and I'll explore many things, from history and heritage, to politics, to film, to arts, all of the above, all aspects of Beirut's history and stories that link back to Beirut and then grow from Beirut and beyond. And the name of the podcast, The Beirut Banyan, is really trying to bring all that together. The Banyan tree planted at my alma mater, American University of Beirut, and the neighborhood I grew up in, in Ross, Beirut, and those Banyan branches of knowledge that continue to grow at AUB, albeit trimmed regularly. New roots that are growing from those branches back down to the earth ever-expanding branches, ever-expanding roots, hence the trees of knowledge, knowledge that keeps spreading. So I'll think of these as episodes, discussions, conversations that reflect on each other. And there will be some episodes I'm entirely alone. There'll be no guest. It'll just be me reflecting on my own thoughts. And if you don't know who I am, I'm Ronnie Shatah, and I give the Walk Beirut Tour. And there are people I'd like to thank with how this whole idea came about, uh, the podcast teams at A Better Beirut and Kerning Cultures. Uh, they interviewed me over the past year and got my own curiosity going with audio narrative and simplified audio engineering. So thanks to them. Also a big thank you to Sarah Tarhini, who spent, I think, a full month with me working on the graphics for this podcast. So any image you see, any uh, any sort of graphic component that will be included, it's thanks to her. And she's very talented and very, very, very patient. Also, a big thank you to Mark Kutsi. Uh, he's providing the music for this podcast. He's a talented musician, producer, artist. And um, I think without their help and without their own imagination and creativity, this really couldn't take off. I'd also like to thank my grandmother, Afif Tabusi. She spent roughly 20 hours with me over the past few months, sharing her own stories of her childhood and her youth in Tripoli, Tripoli of the 1930s and 1940s, and I honestly couldn't get enough of listening to her just talk and talk and talk about her own memories of what Lebanon looked like back then through her eyes and how she saw Lebanon change dramatically these past 80, 90 years. So, a big thank you to her and uh, her patience in letting me ask her questions and questions about her own past, her own story. And in the following discussions and conversations, uh, there will be two names referred to regularly. Uh, I consider them the standard when it comes to storytelling and all that it encompasses. And the first is Samir Asir. I think of him as the quintessential storyteller. He's a journalist, a politician a writer, a historian, a professor, a man entrenched in Lebanon's history, and a man who was complicated in his own identity but comfortable in his own skin, a French citizen of Palestinian and Syrian extract and a Lebanese national through and through. And he paid the ultimate price for trying to reflect on chapters of our history that we got wrong. And his passion, his persuasion is essential to the tour. The second is my father, Muhammad Shatah, a diplomat, an economist, a politician, a free thinker, a storyteller, because I don't know anyone who could offer better perspective on Beirut's problems, on Lebanon's politics than him. This is a subjective opinion, but I think it's shared among many that knew him the broad perspective, painting a picture that was understandable. So, my father, I would put him in there, he's a storyteller. A man who gave up his life in pursuit of Lebanon's sovereignty, and a man who is now part of Beirut's own history. And the people I will interview, the people I'll discuss and share ideas with, these are, in my opinion, storytellers as well. They're core, they have a story that they're sharing. And hopefully, those stories will be told best from their own voice, their own narrative. Because each individual does have an inner story. And I want to bring those to life. So, all these people are layered individuals and they're complicated. They're complex the way Beirut is layered and complex. All of these people reflect on a city that they love. And it's always going back to a city I consider home. And I really hope you enjoy this. Welcome to Walk Beirut's natural companion, the Beirut Banyan.